Welcome to Self-Discovery Radio, where the discovery of self is just a show away. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of Choose Positive Living with me, your host, Sarah Troy, and my guest all the way from the UK today, Tox Karka. We're going to be talking about the hands of light. There are so many people awakening around the world, and Tox has a passion. It's her joy. It's her love. It's her authenticity. She's a shining example of how we can all live in divine energy. This is a gift that was given to her a long, long time ago, and she has a mission to guide people towards their best journey that they can experience in their lives through using her caring spirit to support people. She empowers people with knowledge and tools to create a strong foundation of positive personal development and growth at all times. She educates people in the benefits of spiritual empowerment and teaches them the power of their own inner light. She inspires people to develop fulfilling and loving relationships first with themselves and then with others. She's a wisdom life coach, a teacher of complementary practitioner and uh, transformational mentor, a spiritual soul guide, and so much more. She coaches, she does readings, uh, she uh, does energy, and she has written a book called Seven Days, Seven Chakras, and she's got a new book coming out on the cleansing of um, precious stones, of crystals. And we're going to be talking today about your divine energy, your divine presence in this world, and how easy it is to just let go and freely open and welcome it. We're also going to find out Tok's story. How did this all come about? Was she born this way? Is this something that tapped her on the shoulder along the way and guided her? I think she was meant to do this. She's what we call a diva, a dreamer who was inspired by her dream, saw the vision and aspired to make it happen. We cannot avoid our life's path. We can go off in many, many different directions, but it always calls us back. We're here for a meaningful purpose. We're here for a divine purpose. When we find that path and we choose to walk it, we really, truly are walking in our divine light. Tox is going to shed a little light on your path so you can find your way. Welcome to the show, Tox. Thank you very much, Sarah. Thank you very much, Sarah, and thank you and for all the members, men and women listening to us today. We're truly honored to have you here. Thank you. Well, that divine energy we're going to share with everyone today, but let's, yes. let's take your story first. Were you born this way or was this something that kind of materialized along the way? I was born in London and then taken back home to Africa, to Nigeria. My name, Tokes, which the full name is Adeola Tokumbo, the crown of joy has come from across the water because I was born in London and then taken home to Nigeria. My father, a shaman and a chief, uh, was also a doctor and a gynecologist and he went to royal functions here in the 1950s. Uh, he was a man who, when he got angry with me, would speak Latin and I'd cry because I didn't understand the language not knowing that my father was actually blessing me in Latin, but he didn't know how to really shout at me, but he'd shout at me in Latin while he was quoting all these uh, medical things. <laughs> my father was a very kind, sensitive man. I didn't realize I was like my father until the day before he died, and that is a bit of a surprise for me. Um, when I was a little girl, I was always told off for telling people exactly what I saw. So all my father's friends would get something really, oh, Daddy, don't talk to him. He's not a nice man. He's going to steal your money. So all the time 
time I was standing in a corner with my hands held up because in those days that's what they did and I'd be saying daddy I don't know why you're punishing me <laughs> and I would stand there looking at him and he'd just look at me and say to me later on I had to do that in front of them so that they'll see that you're being punished and they will not think that I'm spoiling you however you shouldn't say these things when you feel them you should you can whisper them to me but don't say it aloud I never listened to him I just always blurted it out <laughs> out of the out of the mouths of babes right <laughs> yes I was such a naughty little girl and you know when I think back about my father he came to me today while I was preparing for your talk and he said child I bless you say hello to Sarah tell her that we are in the other side and we're saying hello to her her own line of family so I kept quiet a bit taken aback and I thought all right daddy I'll, I'll tell her but she's going to think I'm even more weird than ever absolutely not no, <laughs> I, I thank him for for his acknowledgement and for his blessings so please pass yes. that back on to your father yes. and then um, one of the things that I did when I was a little girl was there was a man and a woman who would come to the house and and I felt very ill and my father was giving me injections he was a doctor professor and I was close to dying and I didn't know and every night at my window would come this image saying you're evil you're a witch we're going to take you we're going to strip you and I was very ill I didn't know I was dying and I went you can't touch me I'm not evil I'm a good girl girl I'm a fairy I'm good you can't touch me go away and I never told my father and every night during this illness I didn't know that my soul was being attacked the good spirits were there protecting me but the naughty spirits had come to possess my soul to make them stronger and I didn't know so that was my first early early experience of being attacked when I was very ill and close to death and of course and that's I, when they come because yes. you're vulnerable yes and I, but I didn't know, I didn't know what was happening. Mm -hmm. it, the people that came were the people I had said to my father were not good people. So I recognized who they were. And when they came back the next day, I screamed at them again. I saw you, I saw you last night. And my father turned and looked, looked at me. And then he turned and looked at them and his eyes went red. He changed. The people never came back to the house again. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, thank goodness that and, he was uh, intuitive uh, enough to actually understand what was happening to you. Yes, he was very protective. And uh, and then when I grew older, um, I had a lovely boyfriend, my first boyfriend. And the, though he was my first boyfriend, I knew I couldn't marry him. I'd cry every time I thought I had to marry him because he was my first boyfriend. And then one day, one day I went to visit him and he had two dogs, beautiful little dogs. And I was crossing the beautiful garden to go to his part of the house. And the two dogs jumped at me and bit me. My bottom, my face, they were aiming for my neck as I held my hands up. And then I saw him pull them away from me. And they, I still have dog bites till today. As the dog pulled my hand away, ready to grab my throat, I was shocked. I got up pretending it was okay, but of course I was crying. When I went home, I told my father what, what had happened, and, I, and he said to me, you don't show me the wound. I said, but daddy, you have to see the wound, you have to see the wound, I, I want to show you, and, before, and he turned his head to move away, and I quickly moved, because I was such a fast, 
soft little girl, lifted up my dress and I showed him all the bites down my leg and my arms and he went, those dogs cannot live, they must die. Within two, within a month, within two weeks, one was brought down and within another, the other uh, was knocked down by a car. We broke up later on and I realized, I thought, my daddy is doing something. If not my daddy, there must be a reason why I'm being kept alive. Always it seems as if I'm being eaten by spirits or attacked. And each time there's something that protects me. And I thought, oh well, it doesn't matter. I'll just go to school and I'll, I'll just continue my day. And that's what I did, not realizing that I had a mission and I would be doing something like this. I never, never, never thought I would do this. Although from the age of 10, my mother had walked out and I was already in charge of my brothers and sisters. So I guess on a physical level, energy was preparing me to look after people and children. And on a spiritual level, energy was already testing me from that young age of 13. And right now in my lovely seasoned years, I'm pleased to say that I have survived a lot of things and I've had to live my mission. And one of the things I had to live was this incarnation is an incarnation where I will have no children. I will help other people and they will be my children. And though I felt that my mother had left and I brought up this, my brothers and sister, it was because that was already my mission before my mother gave birth to me. So all my life I'm looking after other people's children and they are my children. So when I think of how things have happened and I remember myself crying for 10 years because I lost my sons in my tummy and they never came through, I think how lucky I am that right now I'm so wholesome and I can look at children and smile and bless people who tell me that they can't have kids and I can say, yes, you will, and they do. So I have clients who've been told they can't have kids and they have kids. I have clients who are afraid of having kids and they have kids. I have clients who think, oh, I'm not sure if I can cope whether they're lesbians or, 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 or homosexuals and they want children and they come tokes. I don't think I can do it. But they have children. Almost like from a little child, it was set for me to bless, to invoke, and be a beautiful replica of my father. Mm -hmm. And in, when you embrace that journey and you understand its divine purpose, you know, there lies that sacrifice I was talking about that you yes. were not allowed to be the personal mother, um, no. but you are the mother figure. Um, yes. for others and you know yes it's it's a wonderful gift to have but it has its pain and oh, yes. and you know everybody has that something that that um, we have to sacrifice um, yes. and but we have to focus in on what that gift means and when yes. you look at you know how much other people have benefited from that sacrifice you know from your love from your purpose um, it outweighs the personal loss doesn't it yes it does 100 percent a thousand fold I, I I connect as best as I can and I teach my clients and students to do so just be the best you can be today be the best you can be right now yesterday is gone tomorrow is yet to come so just concentrate on today concentrate on now 
concentrate on where you're at now. Be aware of where you're at now. Look at where you're at now. Even if you're angry, be angry right now. Mm -hmm. If you're crying, cry right now. If you feel like being a bitch, be a bitch right now. If you feel like being cruel, be cruel right now and live in that now of cruelty, of pain and suffering. And then stop. You can only do it for maximum a few minutes. And if you're in pain, you cry maximum for one hour or two hours, and then you start to think good things. So working with the energy of now is not saying you need to negate your feelings or your emotions or your passion or your hatred or whatever comes up. It's let me look at the reality of my energy of now. Let me face the reality and take responsibility for my life and my vision. Because if I don't do it, nobody else will do it. However, you and I, Sarah, know how difficult that can be. Yes. And, you know, the gift of life is in the present. And that, you know, acknowledging our moment. You know, so many people live for tomorrow, plan for tomorrow, prepare for tomorrows. And they forget that the gift of, of everything is right now. There was a beautiful movie put out this year uh, called Inside Out. And it was yes. about, you know, the, all those beautiful emotions that we have. And we're not meant to suppress them. We're meant to acknowledge them. At the same time, we're not meant to stay in them. Because we are, our emotions are a gauge of what's going on around us. It's a gauge of, of our interactions with other people, even with self. It's an indication of what's going on. So they're here to tell us how we feel. And if we're having a negative reaction, what's causing that? How do you change that? So we must pay attention to those emotions in that moment, in that now, and not put it off, because that's the only way the next moment is going to be more beautiful. Yes, Sarah, you've said it, you've summed it up so beautifully. And one of the things we have to look at in today's world is to say, am I ready for the truth in my life? Am I ready for my own alchemical resurrection? Am I ready for me to rise like a phoenix in this situation? When you're down and feeling depressed, you're not. You don't feel empowered. You don't feel ready. You feel anxious. You feel envious, even jealous. You feel angry. You feel emotions that consume you and you have no, no control. That's why I say to everyone, find someone who can help you. Mm -hmm. Find someone you can speak to. Find someone who will listen without judgment. Find someone who you can trust. Find someone that when you feel them, you know they really care. They're speaking to you from their heart. They love you from their heart. It doesn't have to be a blood tie. It's a spiritual tie. It's an alchemical tie. It is a magical tie. It is a tie that you feel. You sense it in your heart. And that's all you need. You, it doesn't have to be defined in paper. It doesn't have to be written down. It's not a contract. It's just a feeling, a knowing, a connection, an inner knowing, an inner you, whereby you connect to that person, you begin to understand your inner self, your inner you, you connect, you connect, you connect. The person helps you to bring you back home to yourself because they want to, because you want to, and you choose to, and you choose to work with that person, and you follow their guidance, their discipline, 
there are instructions, there are exercises to help you get better because your way has not worked. If your way hasn't worked, find another way. And that's what's so fabulous about 2016. 2016 is a nine year. Nine is a year of completion, of completion and new beginnings and endings. Nine is a year of mystic power. Nine is a year of making things really happen. Nine is a year of learning everything you've learned till today, applying it to the year 2016 and manifesting with a magical power. That's what the energy of now is about. Let's look at the energy of now. Let's look at where we are. Let's make an effort to be more than we ever thought possible. And this is easy when people come and listen to, uh, to shows like yours, Sarah, and people like you exist in the world, sharing gifts with people like me around the world. And we're here pioneering, saying to you, we believe in you. We believe in you. You can make this happen. You can heal this illness. You can heal this relationship. You can have whatever it is you truly want in your life. We believe in you. I believe in you. My guide hands of light believes in you. Ho, and so it is. And that is the celebration of life is when we celebrate each other. Uh, I celebrate people who have embraced that redirect. I celebrate people when they, when they finally embrace who they are, or why they are, their meaningful purpose, their divine essence, because now they have become those gifts, those beacons of light, of hope, of truth for others to follow. And we are not meant to do this alone in the world. We need to find that soul and heart connection with somebody that resonates with us, that understands our signature, that understands our purpose, that, as you said, guides, nurtures, and celebrates our journey, helps us when we fall down, um, gives us a hand up, not a handout, and uh, celebrates when we have those successes. And nothing, even when you're in this beautiful, supreme, divine essence, is always smooth sailing, because there's the human element, and there's the human existence that's going out. But the more and more that we embrace that divine spirit, the more and more we ride in that beautiful vibration and that loving, caring uh, and kindness towards one another, the more and more we actually build this beautiful dome of positive energy that now reaches out to one another around the world. So we are the difference we seek, aren't we? We are yes. the change that is needed. And when we change within ourselves, we change the entire signature of what the world needs. Yes. And it starts from deep within you. Yes. The depth of your truth, the depth of your power, the depth of your pain, through the chaos of your pain and your suffering. You go through that tunnel of pain. You go through that darkness and you emerge full of wisdom and light. And as we've seen, we've entered 2016. We're just a few um, days or so into 2016. We've just finished and closed the chapter of 2015. The energy of now says, what have you achieved? What were your weaknesses before? What were your weaknesses? What, how did your weaknesses define you? And what are your strengths? And how have your strengths defined, defined you? And what are you wanting for 2016 now with the energy of now? What are you wanting? What are you wanting in terms of your personal goals, your relationship goals, your financial goals, your friendship goals? What are you wanting? So 2016 with the energy of now makes you reflect and consider and ponder. What do I really need in 2016? What do I really want in 2016? 
What do I really want to share in 2016? What do I really want to succeed in in 2016? The energy of now tells you to look at yourself right now where you are and then make a plan or have a thought or a visualization and you can visualize e easily and call forth what you want. So what I do sometimes is I call forth and I invoke the ascended masters, the immortals, the angels, and I create a circle of light high up there, and I sense them, and I say, I call for the angels, north, south, east, west, God, Buddha, Allah, great spirit, come, come, circle around me, circle around me, come into my life and circle and put protection around me. I call forth and I visualize my life right now, where I am right now. I breathe in deeply into my energy and my center of sacredness of now. I breathe that in, I breathe in, I breathe in. I breathe in deeply as I call forth the power of protection for 2016 in the energy of now. And as I do so, I play a movie in my mind's eye, a movie in my heart. And this movie is a movie of blessing, it's a movie of joy, and it's working with the energy of now, creating a newness, a flourishment, a flourishing in my life. I create and I see myself in good health. I create and I see myself married. I create and I see myself with my children. I create and I see myself with my husband. I create and I see myself with my partner. I create and I see myself achieving, paying for the bills. I create, I create, I create in this visual, in this visual that is there, protected by the ascended masters, the immortals. And I call this vision and then I pull it and I breathe it in. I breathe it into my life, right down into my Hara point and I keep it because as I keep it in my Hara, my center point there, as I breathe it in deeply I seal it in my physical body there because I will with ease manifest this vision of joy of success of abundance of good health of great business goals and great friendship I will manifest with ease the energy of now calls forth the power that you have within you and asks you to manifest in the physical world so there is reality you can touch it it's not just about dreaming it's about working with what is real being able to touch what it is you want not saying oh I wish I had this boat it's about manifesting this golden boat it's about bringing it in and touching and and having a party in this golden boat yes I mean you know we ask the universe for something but unless we can share the vision and the passion and the desire for it you know it's it's, it's not um, you know, the boat that you're manifesting, it's the feeling that the boat will give you. And yeah. if you could speak to that feeling, I wish to feel like this. Yes. I wish, and, and show a vision uh, as well as a feeling of what you would like to do. It's not for us to dictate what will make us happy this year, because the divine will decide that. But if we can express how we want to feel this year in the achievements and how we want to feel it, and show the vision of our accomplishment that we wish to succeed in, the divine will always put us on the right path. Mm -hmm. But, you know, people go out, I want this and this and this this year. And it's they restrict themselves on that energy because maybe that's not what the divine wants for us. That's not our chosen path. So I think when we are asking for that guidance, we have to articulate it in a way from the soul, from the heart, from the yes. spirit, and yes. not from the head. And, yes. you know, I desire to feel abundant, in health, in wealth, in love, in life, in meaningful purpose. Because yes. now you're speaking to the abundance, but you're not dictating on how it comes about. Because no. they will decide. 
and we've just got to be open and ready to read the signs. And for those of you who find it difficult to ask, please ask. Give yourself mm -hmm. permission yeah. to be fulfilled. Give yourself permission to ask. They are listening. They want to help you. They just need you to knock on the door. Yes. Can you hear me knocking? Mm -hmm. I'm knocking. I'm knocking on your behalf. I'm knocking on your behalf. All those who are listening that are a bit afraid to knock on the door. Sarah and I are knocking right now. Right. <laughs> We're knocking on your behalf. So 2016 is a day. Today is a day in 2016 where you really believe in yourself. Sarah and I believe in you. We want you to be happy. And we know that it is possible. So for those of you afraid to ask, who feel that you are not worth it, we are saying to you, you are worth it. You are valuable. You are worthy of being a human being of value. You are worthy. You are worth it. Remember that. And breathe in that feeling of being valuable and creating value in your life. Breathe that in so you know that, yes, I can do this. I do believe I can do this. Really feel it and get to connect to the inner depth of you where you have that little voice that says, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe that person's better than me. Maybe, maybe, maybe. That's the energy of now in your little me. Work with the energy of now and the power of the energy of now, the power of now, the energy of the power of you. You are the power you've been looking for. I'm only a conduit, just like Sarah. Mm -hmm. Passing on information to all of you listening because we choose to and because we want to. We have been guided, Sarah and I, to sit today to bless you, to invoke, to want you to be happy, to know that only good comes to you and only good comes out of you. And there is something very, very important that people need to know. And I know that through your own coaching and counseling that uh, you help people get into this mindset. So many people are living purely in the head, that little treadmill yeah. like a hamster on a constant wheel. You know, it's, I'm worthy, I'm worthy, but am I, am I, am I? I'm worthy, I'm worthy, but. And don't, don't put a but in there. You know, don't put um, um, a perspective for somebody else's opinion. In your connection to yourself, your relationship with self, your love of self is imperative to your abundance, to the abundance of the world. It is imperative that you place value upon yourself and take mm -hmm. away the buts. And it starts with your thoughts, your deep inner thoughts. There should be no buts. And there should be... Um, you know, I'm not worthy. There shouldn't be any of that because that comes from society's perspective. That comes from somebody else's dictation. When you look in your heart and soul and you choose to be a good person, you choose to live in kindness and caring, you choose to seek abundance so that your cup may be full and runneth over, yeah. then you start following that path, that thought process, and it will lift you up. It will open you out so that you can receive this divine energy that comes in from us and, and the universe. But you have to be willing to take the journey and do the work. And it starts first and foremost with you choosing to speak differently to yourself. When a part of your soul dies, another part of your soul opens up. Because the part of you that dies is a part that no longer serves you. It's making room. Mm -hmm. It's the way for something new it's making way for the it's like a garden 
If you have a garden, you have to take the weeds out. So sometimes something in us has to die, or we have to pull it out like a weed in a garden. And then we bloom forth beautiful flowers. And in my garden, I have crystals. I love crystals, and I have fairies. And I have um, beautiful, beautiful colors, vibrant colors, that when I look in my garden, I feel happy. I feel joy. And this garden, sometimes it's in my mind, and sometimes it's real when I go out to an exhibition and I see something created. So in my garden, my garden could be even in my tummy, where I create a beautiful garden in my tummy and help my digestive system to work better. It could be I create a lovely, lovely garden in my lungs so that I can speak beautifully and I can clear the cancer or anything in my energy and I put, create this beautiful garden and I weed out all the stuff and working with the energy of now I create the now of power and the now of blessing and the now of invoking something good in my life and through that vortex you invite in your own greatness, your essence, your power perhaps even your spirit guides, your ascended masters your animal totems, you call forth that to help you. You can't know everything at once, so don't get overwhelmed mm, yeah. saying to you. We're just sharing a lot of information today because there are many avenues. This may or may not be your avenue, but it doesn't matter. It will be revealed. It may not be your avenue now. It may be your avenue later, in a few days, a few months, a few years. You're the seed has been planted in you. So I say to all of you listening, listen and take your seed and plant it deep under your feet. Plant the seed deep under the feet and then pat it down and then see and feel the seed blooming to your life and feel your roots from your feet taking hold to Mother Earth, anchoring yourself so you can live passionately in the now, learning to love yourself in a wholesome way. And part of that wholesome way is paying your bills on time. It's eating the correct food. It's nourishing your mind, body, and spirit. It's going to gym or exercising. It's, it's enjoying the fresh air. It's looking at Mother Earth and saying, isn't she beautiful? Mm -hmm. When last did you go for a walk and look at the fresh air and look at the fresh air and say, gosh, it's so fresh? Or look at the trees and say, gosh, the trees are beautiful color. Or breathe in the fresh air and feel a new life force in you. If you haven't done that today, if you haven't done that for a long time, Open your windows wherever you are, or go out and just breathe in fresh air. Fresh air is fresh mind. Fresh air is life force. Fresh air is working with the energy of now and breathing in nourishment into your lungs and into your body. Without air, you would die. Without water, you would die. Without food, you would die. These things are necessary to nourish our soul, our physical body, our mind, body and spirit. So we read, we study, we meditate, we refine ourselves, we look at the alchemical resurrection of our true self. We go through all of that and we say, today I choose to be happy. Today I choose to live in my moment of now. So right now for me, right now I'm speaking to you from my moment of now. 
oozing a lot of love, which I feel and I hope you can feel from my voice and my heart. I am standing here in the vortex of light with my guide hands of light, holding a fabulous crystal, oozing, directing, directing to you in the world, great healing for you to amplify your mind, to cl create clarity in your mind. Working with the energy of now is working with the radiance of you. You are radiant. You are radiant because you are. It's a fact. And as Sarah said earlier on, everything is there for you. It's open for you. It's there for you to take. It's there because universe wants to give it to you. Universe has it. So how about looking after the universe? How about keeping the streets clean? How about being nice about the trash around you? How about being respectful with other people's property? How about loving yourself as much as you love other people? And if you don't love yourself, how about learning to love yourself? The energy of now is about learning to love yourself. It is about learning to work with the vibration of the earth. And we live on earth. And on earth, what do we have? We have the moon coming in and we have the moon going. So we have the new moon and we have the full moon. So I say to you, with the energy of now, why don't you work with a cycle of taking quiet time out on a new moon and a full moon and connecting to the divine, meditating, calling forth your power, giving time to rest from your stressful job, from looking after the kids, from paying the bills, from being an accountant or a doctor, for being unemployed. Take time to rest. Come back into yourself. Come back home. Breathe in and feel yourself. Pull yourself back into your body. Come back home into your body in the energy of now, right now where you are. Keep breathing in. Come back home. Feel yourself. Each breath, let that breath bring you back home to yourself and feel yourself settled in yourself. Keep breathing in all the time as you try to breathe in and bring yourself back home to you. Use your breath to empower you. Use your breath to bring you back right now into the reality of the vortex of where you are now. It is easy. You can do it. You can do it. It is easier than you thought. And of course when we're talking about the now, we're also talking about the knowingness. Yeah. And the knowingness isn't what's in your head. It's yeah. that divine connection you get through your soul, through your belly, the gut instincts, I know, I don't know why I know, but I know. That's the divine intellect. It then resonates with the heart in conviction and passion. It goes to the spirit in action and articulation. And then the mind knows what it needs to know at the time it needs to know it. You do not have to constantly have all your data um, reachable. It will be reached as it's needed. That information that you need in your now, in your moment, that knowingness you need will be given to you at that moment and you will know it to be true because you will feel it in every part of you. So that knowingness in the now is where you need to be and you can only be there when you learn to be still, when you learn to tune in, when you learn to open up and be ready to receive. Yes, this is so true, Sarah. Well said, well said. Um, one of the things I wanted to talk about is that this year we'll be having eclipses, a total solar eclipse and a lunar eclipse. And uh, we've had full moons and new moons this year. And this year, uh, February 8th, we're going to have the Chinese New Year, which is the year of the monkey. And we're going to have the new moon in Aquarius. 
So we see another transition happening very quickly and very soon, and we want to prepare ourselves for this. And one of the things in working with the energy of now is the need to let go, as I mentioned earlier, the weeds in your life, to pull them out or to burn them, to let go, to release what no longer serves you, to make room for something new, to open your heart to something more. So with this energy coming forth, we're going to see ourselves prepared to be more than we thought possible. Now, the monkey energy is playful. Mm -hmm. it's mischievous. Mischievous. <laughs> the, monkey, the good aspects of the monkey are it's intelligent, it's gregarious, it's charming. A negative is the monkey energy can take what no it, the monkey energy can take what doesn't belong to it. So if you look at a monkey in a park or a monkey forest, you'll see the monkey will steal your bag or something. Mm -hmm. Pleasure in doing it. So you want to be aware that this monkey energy is fabulous, but make sure that you are not stealing or taking something without permission or, or, or undermining or cutting somebody away. So be very aware with the energy of monkey. Monkey is beautiful. Monkey is good with money. Monkey is ingenious. However, monkey can be selfish. Monkey can be me, me, me. Monkey can be arrogant and think only of self, self, self. So with energy of negative and positive, be aware of the positive and the negative as we journey into the portal of the Chinese New Year and the new moon and sun in Aquarius on the 8th of February. Be aware that the element of air means that things can float in the air and can affect you and call in that that you are wanting. It's very important around this time to be calling in your energy vortex of now, being strong in yourself, rooting yourself strongly to know that with the energy vibration of the year of the monkey, you are going to make it work with you. You are going to make it work. Whatever they talk about with reference to the retrograde, with reference to the negative energy, with reference to the obstacles and the struggles, you hear it, you're going to win. You're going to win through the retrograde. You're going to win through the struggle. You're going to win through the chaos. You're going to w win. You're going to win because you choose to win. You're going to win because I say so. You're going to win because you're a winner. You're going to win because spirit is beside you. You're going to win because you're protected and guided and protected. And this is very important with the energy of now. Calling forth all the time, working forth with your breath, breathing in that energy of now into yourself to really feel it. I think this is very important. And one of the ways working with the energy of now, Sarah, that I found is making sure that you keep your space clean, you keep your body clean, you wash your hair, you brush your teeth, you clean your space clean, you, you clean your toilet, your bathroom. You really work on purifying and cleansing the physical body. So you have the physical external side of you and you're also cleaning the internal side of you. So it's two ways, it's not one over the other. Some people are so spiritual, they act spiritual, but their heart is dark. Uh, and some people, their homes are dirty and they're such spiritual people. So I'm not saying, you can't judge a book by its cover, but look at the character of a person. How do they behave? It is so annoying when I meet many people who tell me they're spiritual and the next minute they do something really cruel and the next minute they're doing something very unspiritual. 
I'm not saying you can't get angry. There's constructive anger, but there's another side of being spiritual. Being spiritual doesn't mean you can lie on the floor and people abuse you. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people saying, oh, I'm not eating bread anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. It affects my digestive system. I'm so sensitive. I'm so this. Mind you, Sarah, I'm one of those people. <laughs> I do have a sensitive digestive system. Yes, me too. Me too. You know? And I yeah. know how, how people say, but Tokes, you should be. And I know I'm not making, I'm making fun of myself here. Also, I'm taking ownership and I'm saying, yes, Tokes, you have an issue. However, how are you going to make friends with your digestive system to make it better? How are you going to be better in 2016 with your digestive system? How are you di digesting your life? How are you digesting the things that happen and the circumstances? How are you responding to all of these? So I say to myself, okay, Tokes, this is my reality. I find it difficult to eat bread. I get bloated. I have a yeast intolerance. I have a long line of things. Okay, forget that. That's done. What are you going to do? That's the physical. What's the spiritual? Well, I, I, every time I eat something, I'm going to energize it, thank it for, for feeding me and nourishing me. And as I eat that, that's going to heal me and all the side effects don't touch me and don't affect me and I'll be fine. However, we have to be realistic because energy of now is dealing with the reality if you're ill, you're ill. You can't pretend not to be ill. However, if you're feeding the illness and it's making you yeah. more ill, then that is not right. And that's what I'm using myself as an example. I'm using myself because I don't want anyone to think, oh, what's she doing? I'm saying to myself as well, yes, let's work on healing ourselves, whatever the problems are. Let's wor work on healing ourselves, whatever and wherever and in whatever situation we find ourselves in, I, my client has a, a boss who shouts at her, but her money is quite a lot, about a hundred thousand pounds she earns, and her boss is very aggressive. So she came for a session asking me, telling me she wanted to leave her job. So when we tuned in, it was, no, don't leave your job. Work with the energy of your boss and every morning and every night send her a pink cloud of love and when no matter what she does keep saying good morning good afternoon good evening and just be exceptional uh, my client looked at me and said takes you something else I don't think I can do it I said just try it for a month or two just try it and see what happens and I tell you she's going to ask you out for a drink or do something ridiculous when there was a problem in the organization, in the office, she was shocked when her boss stood up for her. <laughs> mm -hmm. She was shocked and she, she didn't call me, she rushed to me. Tox, I've got to see you, I've got to see you right now. I said, what, 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 what is it? I want to see you right now, right now, are you free? I said, yes, of course I'm free. What is it? Well, I just had to tell you, she came with the flowers to tell you that my boss stood up for me, blah, 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 everything you said, I didn't believe a word, I thought you were talking so much nonsense, baloney, you're such, I just, you couldn't believe how I thought about you the past few months, but look, this is what's happened, I said, good, congratulations, how does that feel? Well, I'm going to a birthday party in her home, I said, isn't that nice? I said, so what's going to happen now? She said, well, I'm staying in my job, I'm so happy, and I've got a promotion. I said, yeah, so let's look and work towards a promotion, and this promotion is something that you want as well as something that she wants. 
So it's one thing to get what you want. It's another thing to check, is it really what you truly want in the energy of now? So that was a, a, a fine example of a lady in a very powerful position. And uh, I, I knew what I said was a bit simplistic. But in my frequency, I knew that the kindness she projected onto her boss would go through the energy frequency yes. and melt the heart of her boss to make her realize that she's a friend. She's not criticizing her. She's not picking. She's not trying to take over her position. She's trying to support her in every way possible. Exactly. So yeah. And, and yeah. The, but the, you know, the energy that we, we resonate is the energy that people are going to receive us in. And if yeah. we do it in loving blessing, eventually it's going to break through their armor and, yes. and resonate with them. And then we become those people that people want to be drawn to because we are in, you know, and yes, I'm not saying we can be in it all the time. It's a state of being that we want to be in. And sometimes we yes. get reactionary when something happens. But try and work on being in that. And the more you do, the easier it is to stay in that zone. Uh, so you know, what happens when we become reactionary? We mirror back what somebody's just imposed on us. Yeah. But if we mirror back love yeah. and kindness instead, um, then that person learns that, A, not to dump on you, but also in that loving kindness, they actually begin to see that solution that they're needing themselves. So it's a state of being that, as you said, takes a little time to penetrate through the armor. But, you know, it's it's a subliminal thing. So people don't know it's happening, but they know that they just start reacting to you in a different way. And it's it's a very beautiful way to be. You know, you don't invite the anger. You don't invite the hatred. You don't invite the discord because you've chosen to live in that harmony that you are now resonating out to other people. And they choose to be around you because you're peaceful. Yes. yes. And it is that simple. Yes, yes, yes. I'm just feeling your energy now, Sarah. It feels so pure and white and lovely. And I'm looking at your picture here. And I'm feeling this resonance from you. And I feel this is a resonance you must send out to the world your show. It feels so beautiful. And we're working with the energy of now. I can feel this energy just looking at your picture and your beautiful smile. So I'm feeling, look, just looking at your picture, I'm feeling happy. I'm feeling great. It just feels nice. I can actually feel you. I can feel myself hugging you right now. <laughs> I, I feel myself hugging you and I can feel myself dancing with you up there and feeling really happy feeling safe and secure and calm and I think that's because the portal in your radio show is brilliant and structured and grounded and yet with cosmic heaven in it it's everything all at once I wanted to acknowledge that and my guide hands of light said I had to acknowledge it so I'm just acknowledging it <laughs> thank you and you know this riding your wave is is rather intoxicating as well because you speak with such passion and such energy and it's so rhythmical that you draw people in so I can see how you work with your clientele that you take them on a wave of emotions and when you know there is no linear there is no straight line if you look at energy it's constantly flowing uh, and zigzagging and moving and twisting and turning and when we learn to ride that wave of that energy and allow it to be to flow purely simply divinely uh, it is it becomes something that's a beautiful journey and and so intoxicating and so inviting and when you get in rhythm with somebody 
it really is kind of quite a, a divine adventure, isn't it? Yes, it is. I couldn't have put it a better way, a divine adventure. Let's make 2016 a divine adventure. I like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I set out that, you know, this is the year of, of abundance for me. Yes. In yes. every aspect of that, I choose to do it. I know that I will be over in England because that's, you know, already been very, very profoundly told me that I need to come over for a while. Yeah. Um, and how I'm going to get there, what's going to happen to make me get there, I'll leave that up to them. I've given the vision, the feeling and the why. And now I know that I just open up to the divine and it will present what I need to do that. And that's sometimes what we have to do. We become so dictatorial on what we want and so rigid that the energy doesn't have any flow. It can't deliver. So if we just speak to the passion and the desire of something without having to structure it and build it and file it and, and staple it, um, we allow that energy to bring to us what we actually need to fulfill that feeling. Yes, and that's trust. Yes. Trust yes. in uh, But it's giving up control too, isn't it? Because we actually have more control if we give up control. Yes. Letting go. Letting go. And allowing. Let yeah. be. And when you yes. are living in this divine space, you completely trust the divine because it doesn't have any malice. There is no, no agenda. It no. is purely about beautiful, you know, cosmic, vibrational, uh, um, energetic and pure and en you know energy and it's it has no malice to it there is no agenda there is no power other than the empowerment of you and the oh, empowerment yes. of people around you you know yes. that's where its power lies so it's the human condition that is always wanting that ego of power when we let go of that and we ride the power of the beautiful wave of energy we realize how empowered we become Total unconditional love you described there. Yes, completely. Now I want to go a little more uh, directional here on other things that you do because you, yes. you teach people the energy of now and how to ride that. You, um, you coach people uh, on their journeys and what they need to do, but you also do readings. Yes, I do. So just uh, give a little synopsis on, on the kind of readings that you do. I do what I call starlight readings, wisdom readings. Um, a wisdom reading and business reading. So you could come for a reading and I'd work with cards or crystals or I'd scan your energy. So each reading is different depending on who who, who has entered through the door and what they've come through with. Some people come with ancestors and some people don't. Some people come empty and some people leave full. So some people come to collect their power. So uh, how do I work? <laughs> it's like trying to contain it. Well, I'm a reader as well. So it, it's, as you said, I have tools. Yes. And all those tools do is just kind of keep me on track to understanding the energy I'm receiving. And yes. as you said, no reading is the same because so. you are reading that person's energy and their signature. And yes. basically what we are is we're map readers, aren't we? We know the paths that lay in front of people and all we can do is just lay out a map for them to walk. Yes. And it's their choice. Yes, yes. yes we can't do it for them. All we can do is just draw out a map of possibilities and benefits, but it's still up to them to do. Yes. A, a, a reader is someone who connects with great spirit, spirit and great divine and transmits information. You may or may not like what is transmitted, but it's a p especially if it's a pure transmission. It's not going to come coded in mm -hmm. a, a 
in polite way. So I'm not polite when I'm working. The words just blurt out. Mm-hmm. I don't have time to sort of make them come out soft. So I've, I've, I've just said, look, I'm channeling, record the session, hear what you need to hear, and listen to it a day or two later to really hear what it is. And I, I, I tell people not to come to me unless they want the truth, or unless they're yes. ready, ready to hear the truth. Because if they want someone to praise them, they don't come to me. If they want to shift their lives, if they want an alchemical transformation, an alchemical resurrection of their true self, then they come to me. Yeah, if they want me to be impressed by their wealth or their position, they go elsewhere. (laughs) You're not there to validate who they are, you're there to show them what they can be. And it's not Hold a, on a second. Anyway, so that's Hello, fine. and now we've, we've got the readings, um, and that really is, as you said, is, is just you can tell people what they need to know, but what they do with that information is their choice and where they take it. So it's just kind of like a map and how where people can walk, what the benefits are, the people around them, but they've still got to make that choice to act on it. But you've also written a book called Seven Days and Seven Chakras. So let's yes, talk a little bit about this. Seven Days, Seven Chakras is a sort of 300-page ebook. It's a it, it's interactive, so you can r- write your notes in it. It covers each of the seven chakras individually. There's a chapter on each chakra and their exercises. Now, what we're doing is by working on each of the chakras, you're creating a cleansing and a healing in each chakra. The root chakra is good for work. The heart chakra is good for love. The crown chakra is good for activating your spiritual development. However, within the dysfunction of the crown chakra, we could have madness or depression. Within the dysfunction of the heart, we can have sadness. Within the dysfunction of the base chakra, we can have homelessness, being unemployed. So each chakra, seven days, seven chakras, works on actively working on your chakras every single day. So imagine working on each chakra a day, seven days, seven chakras, and you do that regularly. One exercise here and another. So you could do this over a period of seven to eight uh, weeks or months and change, move from one exercise to the other. You have exercises for each chakra. You have exercises that empower each exercise cleanses each chakra. So let's say, for example, in your throat chakra, you're finding it difficult to communicate your truth. So a dysfunctional throat chakra would be a person who lies or doesn't see reality or doesn't speak the truth and doesn't even know what the truth is and they're constantly lying. So by lying all the time, you affect your throat chakra. You may get a cough. You may lose your voice. Certain things will happen. You may you may be a great singer, and all of a sudden, you find that you can't speak properly. You can't speak your truth. So the throat chakra constantly needs to be touched up, as they would say in the fashion world, and cleansed. So when you're working with seven days, seven chakras, you're looking at how you can work on your chakras energetically and manifest a physical result. So yes, there's a lot of healing work in the book, Seven Days, Seven Chakras, there's also a lot of practical exercises 
And what is so fabulous about seven days, seven chakras is that it does give results. The results are real and tangible. You can touch them. It's not a dream book. It's a book that asks you to work on yourself. So you don't need to be in a class. You can take the book and you can write your results. And you can go back in a year's time, go back to the ebook, write your results, save it with each date. So you have opportunity to buy the ebook, record your findings, save it as with a date, go back if six months or a year, and then uh, go forward a year or six months and save your results and then go back. So when you go back, let's say you need at the end of 2016, you can go back each month and see what you've written in each month. You can see your progress. You can see what you've done and what you haven't done. So it's a book for life. Mm -hmm. Seven days, seven chakras is about you, for you, given to you with love. And the, the important thing is, is, you know, life is we need to be grounded. And we need to yes. be open to the universe. It's about that channeling of that energy, yep. um, making sure that we don't have any blockages, that nothing is, is ever you know, stopping us from um, constantly being in flow. And so yes. by having something like this, it's, uh, it's always going to keep you, you know, properly open, your channels properly open, so thing that life can flow through you. Because yes. as you said, when we have those blocked ones, um, it's an indication that there's a chakra that's closed there and energy is blocked. A chi is not being able to run through your body. And so yeah. it's really, really important that, um, you know, we understand that. So yes. it's a, a tool that can really, really help people get through, you know, all their days. Yes. And exactly what you said, dear, it's an opening to receiving, an opening to engaging, an opening to loving an opening to giving, an opening to your life. Give yourself the gift of life. Give yourself the gift of love. Seven days, seven chakras is a gift of love to engage with yourself, to bring you back home to yourself, to know what it is you truly, truly, truly feel, to record it and be aware and thereby identify where you may need help, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. there may be problems, and then you better be able to speak to somebody and ask for help because you've done these exercises. You, 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 you haven't uh, paid thousands of pounds. Yeah. It's helping you. It's constructive. It's cost-effective. It's, 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 it's you. Ongoing. 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 Yes. yes. Thank you, Yes, you and, and you know, that it's, and something that we need to be mindful because then when we get into a flow, we begin to recognize, uh-uh, something is not right here. You know, clearly I'm not in flow. So I need to go and look at what it is. So you go and do the exercises and find out which of the chakras is blocked. And then you just, uh, you know, do your, your exercise to open it. So it's a good indicator of where your energy is. And maybe even an indication of who is affecting your energy, the presence yes. of the people around you. And, you know, what do you need to do to protect yourself around them or not be around them at all? So, you know, it's, it's kind of like a, a gauger, isn't it? Yes. of um, not only the energy within us, but around us. Yes, and the book has grounding exercises, uh, and it also, almost all the exercises are also protection exercises. Mm -hmm. They can be used for protection exercises. Um, it's quite intensive. It has colors. It has some pictures. Uh, it's easy to use. It does have a section where it 
asks very specific questions uh, like about your health and each each section each chapter on each crystal has a question about your health so you can tell which uh, chakra covers which health situation it's very practical it's very real and it's very doable and of course you've written another book which is coming out very soon about um, effectively cleaning your crystals yes how to clean crystals is about 70 pages with lots of pictures I've made it very simple I've I've, I've gone through uh, I've gone through my years of uh, 20 30 years of working with crystals Actually, I'm only 20 years old. <laughs> in spirit. I, I am, darling. Um, I've, and through my students and clients asking me, I've compiled a very in-depth uh, e-book on how to clean crystals with pictures and very specific, giving you uh, what a crystal cleansing toolkit consists of, uh, what crystals you can wash with what, you know things like that so there are pros and cons of what systems to use and why you should do this and not do this and what your preparation should be before during and after and how to uh, invoke or to program a crystal and how to clean what to do and what to say when you're cleaning a crystal so it's, it's quite in depth and it's again for life it's it's I've, I've shared as much as I can and I will be updating the book. If, if I get new insight, I will go into the book and I'll update it because it is an ebook, always ready. And when I do update it, I'll let everyone know so that um, those who have bought it, I will send them the updated version. So, again, something very practical and usable in any time, anywhere. Um, yes. And, you know, crystals are wonderful things. You know, they again people don't really realize you know how much energy they can evoke or, or calmness that they can bring around and uh, you do you know just protection that they can give um health that they can help you with even wealth um yes. the, you know each one of them has a um, has a story and a purpose doesn't it yes i i have a crystal for my business i have a crystal for my health i have a crystal in the kitchen for food i have a crystal for gatherings so I, 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 I work with crystals a lot. I believe in the power of crystals uh, because they have helped me and saved my life in various ways. So for me, crystals are real. They're shining stars on earth. That's mm -hmm. what crystals are to me. They're sparkling radiance. A diamond is a crystal. The computer has crystals in them. So they're man-made crystals and they're natural crystals. I tend to work with very, very natural AA, triple A grade crystals. And you, and you do crystal workshops as well. Yes, I do, and crystal healing. My moon meditation workshops, every single person has a crystal. When they come, they learn. We create a crystal portal. I create crystal matrix. Uh, three, four, six people may be together, ten people may be together, and we'll create a crystal matrix for the world, and I'll put it on my blog, and I'll send it out. I'll be creating a, an e-book with uh, about 12 or so crystal matrix uh, uh, visuals that we've done over the years and I'll be putting that out soon so that anyone in the world can just open any of those uh, pages and just look I won't be talking about it I'll let the crystal speak to you mm -hmm. so that is an ebook that will be coming out as well it's just my it, it, it's just I feel it's very important you know so the yeah it's very important and of course you do massage and reflexology 
Yes, I do that only with clients who booked long sessions with me. I don't do it as one-offs like I used to do in the old days. I'm a little bit <clears throat> older. Yes. And my guide said to me, I, I still do spiritual healing massage and reflexology and time massage and everything, but only with clients who book like 10 or so sessions with me, and then it's incorporated in, in, the, in, in the course and everything. So that's the way I, I do it now. I, I can't do it like I used to do. Right. I'm not as young. Mm -hmm. And my guide said that I had to look after my spine and that my, 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 uh, my instruction or guidance has changed mm -hmm. as I've aged in the process. And I've been told to look after, I have a fabulous spinal structure. I, I have a fabulous, fabulous body. I always say positive things about myself. And I always make sure I empower myself, as I'm saying aloud to all of you. So if you could all repeat after me, I have a fabulous body right now, and I'm absolutely beautiful, and I'm absolutely handsome. I always encourage everyone to do this and to speak to themselves and empower themselves with the positive words. We have enough self-doubt and enough self-talk that destroys us. Stop it. Exactly. Say, nice things to yourself Sarah I love you I think Sarah I love you I think you're wonderful and you're beautiful and you're gorgeous I saw a video of you the other day and you looked sensational you were like a shining diamond <laughs> thank you thank you as with you love and I love actually the the outfits that you wear too because you really invoke the goddess um, yes. within there and 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 I imagine too that each you know each one and each thing has a particular ritual purpose as well yes yes you are right. My, my, my words are ritual and ceremony and purpose. You're very correct. Every, every new moon and full moon, I, I, I invoke something and I bless everyone with oryx and cleanse everyone with oryx spray before they come into the workshop. I sometimes bow down to them. I make them wash their hands and take their shoes outside sometimes. So different rituals and I make them conscious of why they've come here and why they're in front of my door. You are no longer, I say, an ordinary person. You have now become a legion of light. And from now on, you, you, uh, you announce yourself. And I'm going to start. I am legion of light toast. Pray, who are you? I am, and then they'd say, I'm legion of light Sarah. I'm legion of, of, legion of light toast. You know, I'm legion of, of light uh, Paul. So I teach people how to stop saying their names or I'm toast. Mm -hmm. I say, what is your legion of light name? And during the workshop, they all call themselves Legion of Light, their first name. So I'm, I go, I'm Legion of Light, Tokes. What do you have to say, Legion of Light, Yanni? What do you have to say, Legion of Light, Marve? What do you have to say? So I ask them, and then they feel like, yes, I, Legion of Light, Marve, this is what I have to say. So all of a sudden, because of the ritual and the invocation of calling them a name that is divine and sacred it's a spiritual alchemical name they suddenly feel it and sometimes I have them dressed up with a hat some of the hats you see me wearing I, I actually have that especially on a full moon uh, I, I, I ask people to get dressed up because full moon is about your celebration of your life the victories you've done and that's what the full moon is about new moon is about planting the seeds the the the, the planning stage, the reflection, and full moon, which is every two weeks, is like, what have you achieved in the past two weeks? Let's celebrate it. It could be that you've just come to church. And then I just say, okay, let's celebrate just that. Exactly. So it, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's simple. 
But you are right, Sarah. I love ritual and ceremony. It's 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 my middle name. <laughs> well, it it defines who you are and 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 the way that you do things. Um, you know, I'm you've seen my picture there, but I'm actually I'm a cross a hybrid between the British pearls and tweed and the and, and the completely free spirit hippie. Yeah, <laughs> my soul yes. is that free spirit, and my upbringing yes. is the pearls and tweed. So, um, but actually, they do find a good balance. So, oh um, yes, oh, uh, yes. but we have to we have to embrace who we are and what our expression is. And yes. if and if other people don't like it or it's too much for them, then that is fine. They do not have to be a part of it. But no. you know, obviously, we we don't bring our volume I- into a presence. You know, into an arena. Um, that you know where it's not well received, but we never de- de- deny who you are or why you are, because we're all here for a purpose, and it, your journey of life is just discovering what that purpose is, and yeah. to make sure it's meaningful and that you are really connected with it, and that you're united with your with your soul, your heart, your spirit, and your mind, because that is living divinely. Yeah, and I've just seen a rainbow wing come in, an, an angel in rainbows, just as you were talking, an angel with rainbows, or all in rainbow, a rainbow-colored angel or something just came in, and I thought, what's that? And I, I'm told, uh, the rainbow is proof of your success, it's manifestation in your life, it's holding the code of perfection. So all you listeners, I share this visual with you of a beautiful rainbow butterfly, was it an angel? I'm not sure, just fluttered through while the beautiful Legion of Light Sarah was talking her her wonderful voice and uh, this is proof of success manifesting in your life holding the code of perfection for each one of you I thought I'd share that Sarah. that's Please. beautiful and it, it it speaks to we are our answer yes to every question you seek in life we are the answer and it's only when we choose to be still to tune in to invite to set ourselves free will we understand and that understanding will not come in a, a defined articulation but in a, an absolute definition of understanding yes yes and very beautiful when we do yes well I could talk to you forever and you certainly are going to come back again um, in fact I'd love to do a round table with you which because I think um, the only thing is will the internet be able to cope with the two energies um, <laughs> and not crash but w- we are going to make sure that that happens because uh, we need to hear your free spirit again it's uh, beautiful it's divine it's freeing it's flowing and I thank you for the work that you do it is so absolutely necessary and it's not just the people that you help one-on-one or within the groups I know that your sheer energy of presence of being is enlightenment is a beacon of light people so thank you for embracing your true purpose because it most certainly resonates beautifully in the world and thank you legion of light sarah for embracing me and embracing the world with a gift of your smile and the being of perfection that you are amen 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 (laughs) we we are love and light and we must shine bright so will you let everybody know how they can get hold of you, how they can book a session with you, be it coaching, a reading, or crystals, or get your book? How do they find you? Okay, I'll, I can give them my, uh, my website and my WordPress. On my WordPress, you can find the videos and the books, uh, the e-books to buy, okay? Uh, and on my website, you can see lots of things. So first of all, I'll keep it simple. Uh, 
each has uh, the word my name, Tokes Coker, and I'll spell it. So it's www.tokescoker.com for my website. And for the WordPress, it's www.tokescoker.wordpress.com and that's w-o-r-d-p-r-e-s-s.com and, and there you'll find videos and uh, be able to buy the seven days seven chakras and once we've done the cleaning crystals that will also be up and of course there is the hands of flight dot co dot uk site as well yes there is which has everything on all your workshops and your classes and everything is there yes 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 excellent well you know whether you want a reading or whether you want to experience a, a moon workshop or you know purchase the book of the chakras um you know, just simply you know reach out and speak to tokes um you know this is a, a beautiful direction for you to go in it most certainly will serve you um, so reach out folks because A, we're not meant to do it alone uh, there's a brother and sisterhood it is a united of community and when we come together in, in order to help one another we actually do end up serving the world and the universe so reach out to Tokes, let her guide you let her show you your path and embrace your divine journey and open up your chakras and your beautiful energy so that you can be a part of the solution to the world and not a burden to your own life so thank you so much, Tokes, for this beautiful journey today. Thank you. Thank you, Legion of Light, Sarah. Thank you very much. <laughs> and uh, folks, 2016 is what you make it. So decide to make it absolutely awesome because it's within your power to do so. Yes. So until next time, folks, blessings upon you. Blessings. Bye. Bye.